We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. you date me a podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though you could come in my conditioner and say it's extra nutrients for my hair my guest today <laughs> oh, my guest today is a hilarious comedian and co-founder of the laughter collective she's my opener when i go on tour i call her my road dog <laughs> That little arf you heard is Christy Cello. What an introduction. I am not used to you introducing me. That was the first time you've heard because I always bring you up. That is correct. That is very funny. I'm your road dog. Arf, arf, ruff, ruff. You are my road dog. And you said the funniest thing. There was this like host that we hated in Indianapolis. Uh, oh. I don't care. I'll say the city. Who cares? She's terrible. She was not kind. Um, no. But she like, she was rude to like audience members and you very seriously turned around, <laughs> looked at me and Sashir and went, don't send, oh God, what did you say? What did I say? Oh, oh, don't send a road puppy to do a road dog's job. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else is going to find that funny, but it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> don't send a road puppy to do a road dog's job. <laughs> I mean, Christy, you make me smile so much. Okay, so this is a relationship podcast, so we can't just talk about all the fun we have. Okay. But you have a wonderful joke about how one of your exes ended up being gay. Oh, yeah. And then you, what is the joke? Oh, god. Is it out and about? Do you want to tell it? Oh, yeah, of course. So I've had not one, but 
five ex-boyfriends <laughs> that are gay. I'm the problem. And the joke is like, there's a couple different parts, but it starts with like, oh, I can't go to a gay pride parade because I'll run into an ex. But my favorite part is... One of my exes, and this is true, he drove yes. a Fiat. A Fiat, yeah. And that's the only car small enough to fit with him in the closet. Ah! And I think that's a good <laughs> joke. And Thank my you. favorite part about the joke is the audience goes, oh. <laughs> Audiences just feel sad for me. And it's like, is this... <laughs> Comedy is this a sad play? Nobody knows what they're in store for when I hit the stage. It makes me laugh so hard when the crowds are just like, too sad. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> but honestly, I think it's a very, very well-written joke and funny. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. And it's, Oh, it's, it's, shut up, Christy. You know I think you're so fucking funny. I think you're so fucking funny. And we do have so much fucking fun. And this is a thrill to be here, Whoopi. This is a real thrill <laughs> to be here on your podcast. I got to tell you, I'm so happy to be here. Well, Christy Cello, thank yes. you for being here. Okay. So we've known each other for... Too long. 162 mm -hmm. years. We met in college. College. If you want to call it college. <laughs> also, I should say, we are recording this in December, and I have a case of the COVID. Nicole's <laughs> got the Rona. I can't even believe it. And you sound so good. She's, you're in such good spirits. Thank you. Here's where I think I got it from. This place called Club TG. It's this, <laughs> it's this bar <laughs> that I've mentioned on a previous episode where... This lady was rude to me. She okay. I'll tell. I'll tell the story again. You I'll tell to. it a hundred times. Okay, so it's Club TG in Atwater Village. What a name! I know it's a terrible name. It's a terrible bar too. So I was waiting for a drink. I was waiting for hours for a drink. <laughs> Six hours I was waiting for a drink, Christy. And then I finally got one. And then I was like, well, I better try to order my second one now since it took me six whole hours. So then I waited eight hours for my next drink. My blonde, pretty, beautiful friend went outside, came back in, and when she sat down after I waited another eight hours for my drink, no. the bartender turned around with her short, nasty, choppy black hair and turned <laughs> to my beautiful blonde friend and said, what do you need? And then she was like, oh, actually, my friend has been waiting, so I ordered my drink. And then she turned around. And granted, I didn't wait. I don't wait. And I said, oh, my God, <laughs> it's so funny that she came to you first, my beautiful blonde white friend. And then she turned around and she was like, you have to wait at a bar sometimes. And I was like, no, that was definitely implicit bias. Like, you, I'm dressed like shit. You don't think I have money. And you didn't want to wait on me. And she was like, no, that's not it. And then she threw my money at me and she slammed <gasps> my drink down. And then my other white friend got a drink in like 60 seconds after that. So I hate Club Gigi. I hate that brunette monster. Yes, <laughs> fuck that. I will talk about her for the rest of my life, and I think that's where I got COVID. Oh, shit. Just from being at the bar that night or from this monster? I think I got it from this monster. And honestly, I was not, I did not interact with her long enough for it to like actually get to me. But I like to think that one little angry <laughs> spittle <laughs> flew over the bar <laughs> right into my mouth. I'm so happy you spoke up for yourself. Well, I was like, this is literally implicit bias at yeah. work. Like, you don't think I literally look like shit. I was wearing a hat. Mm. I was wearing a hoodie. I looked very bad. I wasn't a full face of makeup because I came from work. But 
that's disarming to some people. They go, oh, okay, she can't afford a wig. She's not wearing one. She can't afford anything but a hoodie. She looks like shit. She can't afford any clothes. She doesn't have shoes on. She's wearing paper bags of shoes. She's just wearing a big old barrel. She's nasty. She looks like Donkey Kong. Doesn't he wear a barrel sometimes? I think he jumps on barrels. and Oh, he picks them up and smashes them. That's what you should have done to this monster behind the bar. I should have. I hate her. Wait, Christy. Yeah. So we went to musical theater school together mm-hmm. in New York City. Um, I feel like you had boyfriends through musical theater school. Yeah, those are two. I had two boyfriends who are now of the homosexual persuasion. <laughs> Yeah, I dated at Amd. I dated. Oh, do we name the school? I dated at the school. We can name the school Amda. Amda. I call it Scamda. Scamda. You were smart. You didn't do the full two years. You said, "Better get out of here." I left that. I I left, but you know what? I dropped out. Like middle of third like I couldn't have stayed 20 minutes to complete it (laughs) like I was towards the end I don't know why I I didn't leave sooner but it was it was a scam it's a huge fucking scam and not to speak ill of uh, a a school that people are currently (laughs) attending but (laughs) they were like you can't audition and it was like what do you mean we can't audition? Like, the whole thing is, like, don't we want to go audition and, like, get a job? Yeah, they had a rule that we weren't allowed to audition while we were in school. It was just, it was it was misleading. They make it seem like it's this this prestigious, like, professional yeah. academy. Uh-huh. And it is very far from that. So it, I was misled. I think I just would have rather them be like, hey, we're going to have fun, dance around <laughs> in circles. <laughs> And honestly, you could look out any window of your dormitory and you can see people fucking. There, so when we lived at the fucking um, Stratford Arms, yeah. like we faced <laughs> other like rooms in the in the strat, and we there was this like tall redhead kid who would be fucking every night. He went to the school. Yes, and we would turn out the lights and watch this kid. <laughs> Fuck every single night. It was wild. I mean, you gotta watch. If it's happening, I'm a watching it. I don't care who you are. Well, I don't care yeah, what you If you're not like. gonna pull down blinds, like <laughs> let me let me pull up a chair in the popcorn. Num num num. Because you are <laughs> num num num. You are putting on a show. That was like another thing about Amda. It was. I mean, I guess you could fuck at any old college, but it felt so unruly. Like, I felt like everybody was fucking, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's an element to, like, theater kids that were very touchy-feely as it is. <laughs> uh-huh. And so I think put a bunch of, like, horned-up, like, actors <laughs> in a building, and we're just touching each other constantly. Yeah. There was like, because we had to do like morning warm up stuff where it's like, <laughs> trace the spine of your fellow student. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and they like made you moan. So we'd be like, oh. oh. And then they're like, tremor, shake your whole body on top of each other. <laughs> We're all just having orgasms every morning at 8 a.m. <laughs> I never went to morning warm up, it was too dang early. <laughs> And I'm here to tell you, they used to say this. They used to go, 
to be on time is to be no to be early is to be on time to be yeah, on time, time is, is to be late. late and to be late is to be fired <laughs> it's not true <laughs> they just make your call time earlier <laughs> listen <in. laughs> you hear that and the pandas you've been warned christy marie when did you get your first boyfriend Wait, when was your first kiss? Oh, my God. My first kiss was in middle school, seventh grade, and I was a little slut. I'll tell you right now. And I loved it. <laughs> and I I was ready. Well, my first kiss kiss, peck on the lips, you'll like mm-hmm. this, was kindergarten. No, first grade, Miss Marinelli's oh. class. And this little boy, we were playing with, we were building something. And... Mm-hmm. I dropped pieces under the table. His name was Ryan. And he came under the table with me to pick them up. And he goes, Christy, I like you. And you know what oh. I you know what I said to him? What? I looked him right in his little baby blues, his nine-year-old baby blues. And I said, show me. Christy. I watched a lot of movies. I said, show me. And then show we kissed me. on the lips. Oh my God. That is Truly, I think just who you are now. You're just like, show me, take I me. I love it. Do I love- it. That's so That's funny. That's I am. I've always, I always initiate. I'm engaged now. And on my first date with Dave, it went really well. And at the end of the day, I feel like you're similar. At the end of the date, I was like, so are you going to kiss me or what? And that was when <gasps> we had our first kiss. That's really cute. So wait, did Dave ask you out or did you ask Dave out? I know you met on an app. Yeah, so we met on Hinge. Thank you, Hinge. I assume you're all listening. (laughs) Um, He asked me out. And it's funny because we matched in January, but I had gone to L.A. for Mm -hmm. like all of February and I stayed with Julia and Will. And this is when Sashira was living like right next door to them. And then I had told him, oh, well, I'm going to be in L.A., so I'm not around. And he, like, I was too cool. And then he remembered the date that I told him I'd come back and then text me that date. And then we had our first date that week, and we've been together ever since. Oh, my God. That's so fucking cute. (laughs) The last time I was dating someone and I was, like, out of town, I would be like, sorry, I'm out of town till this date. And then I would get back and not hear from them and be like, hey, I'm back. And they'd be like, two days later, oh, yeah, do you want to, like, hang out or whatever? And it's like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> Anybody Christy, home? <laughs> I am constantly begging people for their attention. I get very protective of you because I want every man that even looks at you to fucking fawn over you. Like, that is what I want for you. And that is what you're going to get. And I don't understand you. I want them to chase you. That's what I want. They they won't chase me. And maybe it's because I'm fat and too slow. And they're like, not worth the chase. There's no exercise happening. <laughs> Men don't want to chase me. And... Maybe it's because I haven't taken a shower in two whole days. I haven't put on a bra in two whole days. Honestly, it's because I got the COVID. But, like, I'm dirty right now. If I were to walk into somebody in the street and they hit on me, they'd be like, ew, stinky lady. Well, yeah, you're not always stinky. You usually smell really good. You're sick. <laughs> 
You know, now's not the time. Now's not the time. But normally, you're not a stinky person. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes I worry. Sometimes I worry. Am I a stinky? Am I a little stinky? Stinker. Girl, P.U. Stinky. I think we have this. I think we have a similar. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think you and I are similar in that we like guys that are more quiet than we are. Like I feel like I like to be the big personality, and I think yes. you do too. I like being the big personality in a way where, like, in public. I don't want to like compete with you. And I kind of like a man who's just like nodding. Who's like, that's my loud lady. (laughs) Totally. Like, oh, look at her just doing her thing. Doing her thing. She really loves attention. I'm going to let her have it. I'll give her attention when she gets back home. And also I need someone who's like, okay, I've learned that I'm a very clingy person. And my favorite pastime is wrapping my legs around somebody and like watching TV and asking them what's happening as we're watching it both for the first time together. (laughs) It's my all-time favorite thing. Why is she doing that? I don't know, Nicole. (laughs) I love that. I do that too. I will just look at Dave when he's sleeping, just looking at him and then he'll open his (laughs) eyes and he'll see my little face. I just love to look at him when he... I look at him all the time. I, get, I do sneaky looks all the time. I like that, too. I Whenever somebody, um, like, stays around long enough that I get to, like, have a sleepover <laughs> with them, I do stare at them for a long time. And I'm like, boy, oh, boy, when are you going to leave me? <laughs> and the answer is two to three months. <laughs> are you picky about... The sleepovers. No. I, I, I'm not picky. Before Dave, I would, I would go downtown with with any. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I would hook up with a lot of people. You would blow a lot of people. I would suck a lot of D <laughs> all day long, all day every day. <laughs> but I wouldn't want them to sleep over. Also, I'm just kidding. I didn't suck all the dicks, but I sucked some. And I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to sleep over. Like, that was more intimate than me, than their dick in my mouth. <laughs> I agree. Okay. I agree. And the first time I, like, not the first time I slept over at someone's house. It was, like, one of the, I really slept over maybe, like, two or three guys' houses. And this one guy, it was, like, the first time we hooked up. And I was, like, all right, see ya. And he was, like, why don't you sleep over? And I was, like, because I have to go home. And he's like, yeah, but like I can make you breakfast in the morning. And I was like, you're going to make me breakfast in the morning? Oh, wow. I was like, I guess so. It's like a movie. It was like a movie. And it was something I'd never experienced before. So I like, you know, patted my wig down to try to sleep on it (laughs) so it didn't get all (laughs) fucked up. And I was wearing lashes and contacts. And I was like, all right, giving it to the Lord. I hope my eyes open and the contacts fall down where they're supposed to be and don't roll in the back of my eyeballs. And turns out I did not wake up beautiful. My hair did look (laughs) wild. My lashes were coming off. My contacts did fall where they were supposed to. And I was like, good morning. And he said, good morning. (laughs) And then I fell down the stairs. And then he made me breakfast. What? You can't blow over. You fell down his stairs? Fell right down the stairs. Because he, like, lived in the basement or whatever. Or he lived... I don't know. The kitchen was like on one level. He lived down a level. And I like went to the bathroom because the bathroom was on the kitchen level. And as I was coming down, I was like, (laughs) and I 
was like, hi, good morning. <laughs> and neither of us commented on the fact that I fell down the stairs. And then he like made me breakfast. And then I was like, I'm in love. This man made me breakfast and I'm going to love him forever. And it turns out it's just like, that's just a nice thing that sometimes people do. Like it had nothing to do with love. He did not love me. He also did not like me. How do you figure? How do you, why, why do you say that? Oh, just like my adorable little quirks he didn't like, like uh, being late. <laughs> <laughs> Not showing up. <laughs> Not showing up on time. Um, having to change plans because of a show. Because he'd be like, oh, an improv show? You got it. We have to change our plans because of improv. And I'm like, yeah, man, Ugh. let me just like make shit up on stage. Don't you want to come? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Ugh. I hate this guy. Yeah, he was not great, but he was cute. Was that the only... Have you fallen downstairs at at other people's houses? Because I think I might... I think you might have at some point told me that before, unless you fall downstairs a lot. I fall downstairs (laughs) more than normal people. Well, there was EJ... You could go back and listen to that episode, EJ Waborski. He's... The Jewish man who got away that I really, really liked. Well, okay, we met at the Apple store at a dance party, DJed by Diplo. What is that word, Scramble? That's not a sentence. We both had Motorola razors and we bonded over them. Mine was pink, his was black. I had a pink. Did you have the flip one or yes, the just? The flip. Oh, I didn't have the flip one. I just had the, like the little brick. Oh, you had the block? Yep. Uh huh. Because I didn't want to be like everybody else, okay? You're such an individual. <laughs> so we met there and then we exchanged numbers and then we were like texting and I was like, oh my God, this man is in love with me. I was also wearing wide leg jeans, flip flops, and a Barbie shirt. I'll never forget it. And I have no idea what he was wearing, but he like invited me to his home. I proceeded to get really drunk accused him of being gay and then fell down his stairs and passed out or passed out and fell down his stairs and you know other things happened it was not a good look we never fell in love (laughs) but i did become kind of like lore in his house like his roommates would bring me up every now and again and then when they started seeing me on tv they'd be like she amounted to what There is nothing more humbling than falling. Like, nothing makes me laugh harder than seeing someone wipe out. Just, like, really wreck themselves. Yeah, I would love to see you fall, but not get hurt. I don't. I don't <laughs> want you to get hurt, but I mean, I'd have a good old laugh at a little slippy do on the bum. I would love it. Well, I'll tell you this: I woke up in <laughs> Brooklyn that day with one blue contact in, one out. My weave was standing straight up and my ankle was swollen. So I was limping like a pirate. And I was like, where's the front door? And they were like, ah, over here. And I never saw EJ that morning. I think he was hiding from me. (laughs) I think he had to face his friends and be like, I brought that here. (laughs) And Shallon left me. Shallon was with you? Shallon was with me and she left me there. Oh my! Like on purpose, or maybe she thought you left. No, she watched me fall down, and then our good friend left me there. I really didn't laugh. She 
left me in Brooklyn. I couldn't. And then like I got home and she was like, oh, you made it home. And I was like, yeah, no thanks to you. You needed to take me with you. So she saw you fall and then left you? Left me. She saw me crumpled at the bottom of the stairs and left me in Brooklyn. Left me in a big brownstone full of men in Brooklyn. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm never gonna forget you telling me that. <laughs> I can just picture your little body. <laughs> and then Shallon being like, uh, this is above my pay grade. I gotta get out of here. I can't do this. Peace. That's funny. I'm surprised Shallon was with you, but I didn't know, like, I think you and Shallon had your, because you guys lived together. We did. So I'm sure I didn't, when I was friends with Shallon, we were like, at, I'm still friends with her, but when we were really close, it was at school. So she was like mm -hmm. in my classes. I never like hung out or like partied with her after school. Oh, see, I got to, to the party stage and <laughs> I think maybe that's what drove her out of New York City. She was like, I can't do this. This is too much. I must go away. <laughs> um, I like, didn't have <laughs> luck back then. In 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 what way? In always in school, like luck oh. with men or after school, really. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The first time I dated someone for like more than a month, I think, mm -hmm. was like my late twenties. Okay, you know what? It was though? after I moved to LA. I don't think that's all. I think that we think that's not common, but I think more people than we think are like that. I think a lot of people hook up, a lot of people text and talk, mm -hmm. but there are very few people that are like having relationships, committed relationships. It's like, especially nowadays, I sound like a grandma, but it's like you slide in somebody's DMs. It's like that's the <laughs> lack of work men are putting into their courting of somebody. It's like nothing. So I really think that that's more common where it's like, oh, I wasn't in a relationship until later. I guess, but I'm just like, my later's getting <laughs> very late. <laughs> She's nearing 40 years old and still hasn't been in a relationship. Christy, when is it coming? Does Dave have any friends? Help. <laughs> I mean, Dave doesn't. He has friends, but a lot of his friends that he works with are like, they're very nice, but they're like older. They like got like, they're not our people. I'll take older. Are, are you on the apps though? Like how Christy, how I am on all of them. You okay. know this. I'm on Tinder, Raya, okay Cupid, Bumble, Hinge. I tried signing up for the league, but it was like a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> it made zero sense. Oh my I'm not on Coffee Meets Bagel anymore because I think it's bad. I tried to get on Field, which is like, come join our threesome. But they kicked me <laughs> off. Why? <laughs> because I thought I was uh, catfishing. But like, <laughs> honestly, I would catfish somebody else. I would be somebody else. I would not be me. And then I just learned about this one called Black, BLK. Um, I, th I think it's just for black people. And I'm going to sign up for that one 
Oh, yeah. Very shortly. And when you say you're on them, are you really active on them? Like, are you are you on there? Are you looking? Are you swiping? Are you chatting? Yes. I am okay. swiping all day, every day. <laughs> like, it's my fucking job. It's awful. Whenever I get a break at work, I'm like, better start swiping. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be alone for the rest of my goddamn life. <laughs> <sighs> You are not going to be alone for the rest of your life. I think okay. I laugh about it because I just never worry about it. Like, really. Like, I never worry that you're not going to meet the person you're supposed to be with. But, Christy, it's January 2023. <laughs> I Still haven't met anybody. Isn't that funny that earlier I was like, this is re- this is we recorded this in December and now I'm like, it's January 2023. Like people can't retain information. <laughs> Wait, Christy, let me read to you this uh these messages that I had with Luke. Ooh. He said, Where are you located? I said, Sunny Los Angeles, California. <laughs> you. Then he said, Can I call you? I said, Call me. Why? And he said, because dot, dot, not even three, just two dots. Do you want to hook up? I'm in Santa Clarita now. And I said, yeah, sure. Not today. I have plans. Wednesday night, I'm free. And then he said, just drove through and I'll be gone for a couple of weeks. What's your number? And I was like, hit me up when you're back because I'm not giving you my fucking number. That was October. And then Tuesday, he said, hey, what are you up to? I don't think I should meet up with this man. Why does he want my number so bad? And also, like, he led with, what was the first thing he said? Can you call me? Can we talk on the phone? Yeah, he said, first he said, where are you located? I said, sunny Los Angeles, California. (laughs) Then he said, can I call you? That is the weirdest. That's weird. I do think that's a red flag. No one's like, who are you? Let me ring you and speak to you. Yeah, like, what does he think's going to happen? We talk on the phone. He's like, ew, P-U, what a stinky voice. I don't like it. She smells like a little stinker. She hasn't showered in two or three days. She's nasty, full of COVID. Is he really, really cute? Let's see. Um, no. Oh, no. And he's wearing capris. He's like skinny. Ooh, this one's bad. He, <laughs> oh, no. He looks like a villain, like a French villain. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like yeah. a V for Vendetta mask. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Yes, Christy. Yes, he does look like the V for Vendetta mask. That's really Remember, funny. remember, the 4th of November. <laughs> That's who he is. That's V. No, I vote no for him. Okay, I also vote no. I don't like how we started this thing. It's a red flag. No. But here's the thing. I think that you wow. got to like, it's different when you want to either, you know, some guys you just want to hook up with and that's fun. Mm-hmm. But other guys, you know, but sometimes you like want to get to know them and like date them. So are you putting mm-hmm. out, I want to just hook up and have fun? Or are you putting out like, I'm ready for a serious relationship and want to find? I feel like in my heart, I'm putting out, I want a serious relationship. <laughs> but my profile does that. It does say I'm a thought. But then I say the happiest out there, which is like, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm a silly Billy. <laughs> I'm having fun. You put your thought? <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on. It says, yeah, definitely a thought. And then I spell it out, the happiest out there. <laughs> I said, I love to tee And then I wrote, fat yet flexible. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's actually really cute. I think that's a cute vibe. And the thought is cute. I didn't even make the connection that it's like the happiest out there is the letter. 
I mean, it stands for that hoe over there, but the, the happiest out there. there. That's cute. It's like your kinky, but like fun. No, I think that's yes. really cute. I think that's cute. Thank you, Christy. Real quick, we have to take a break. Okay. Beep, I'll bop, miss you. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss you too. Hi. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Christy, you were there for a story that ended up in my special um, where I hooked up with a boy who choked me but wasn't anywhere inside me. And you went back to the scene of the crime <laughs> to say hello to him. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Sashir and I went back to the scene of the crime and we, we did not see him. So we went, is he here? <laughs> somebody get him on the phone and then he was there he came out and we were like hi we're friends with Nicole <laughs> and then we had nothing to say and we just like panicked and like left we're like okay just like saying hey bye and he's like who's Nicole who is this woman I think he was my insta friend for a bit but I unfollowed him 
I think that night I followed him on Instagram, which is That's weird of me to do. Really funny. I wish I still knew who he was on Instagram because his Instagram was so genuine. It yes. like he, he would have like pictures and then just caption them so nicely. And I was yes. like, wait. No snarky jokes. Is this what like normal people do? Like he's it's just like nice. dinner with my dad. What a great meal! I was like, who's this fucking what loser? What a great meal. Also, he's my hero. It was just like <laughs> nice shit that I was like, what the fuck? But I can't. Everything about that story honestly kills me. Like friends who have seen you perform have asked me because they know we're friends, and they'll be like. Christy, like, is that really true, though? And I'm like, yes. Like, we wish it wasn't true. I think I called you immediately after. I was like, Christy, it was bad. I and also, you were in the room next door. So I was like, did you hear what happened? I know. You're and like, I knew no. that all, actually. No, not at all. I didn't even hear one bit. But I was so happy for you because we were, like, at the bar that mm-hmm. night really chatting with him. And he was being fuller. Tea with he you. was being so flirty. So flirty. It was not good. He must have. I wonder. I have a theory. What? I think he got. I genuinely think he he was feeling the vibes at the bar with you because they were there. I think he got intimidated, nervous, drank a lot. And that's and that and went up there. And I think he because he also brought up the chicken. So I think Uh at that point he had drank so much. He felt like he needed food (laughs) to sustain him. And Uh then I thought he was he couldn't he couldn't perform. He, He couldn't do it. But it was very silly as it was happening. I was like, why is this life? Why does this shit keep happening to me? Why can't I just have a normal, healthy, sexual encounter with someone without it being fodder for (laughs) stand-up? And and then he tried just his thought process of like, he must have been like, this is not going well. Let me put my hands around her throat and cut off her airway. Well, I did ask for that. I said, can you you choke me a little bit? He said, okay. (laughs) But I figured he would wait till he was inside me to do that. Oh, I didn't even know you asked for it, though. (laughs) I did. Spice up your life, every boy, every girl, people of the world. Uh, Uh, Choke it to the left if you want to have a good time. Choke it to the right if you want her to feel fine. Choke it to the front. (laughs) (laughs) She can't breathe. Hold tight. Christy, what do I do? You're in a successful relationship, and you have been for years. I feel, honestly, all I can really say is that I had given up hope for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a dark place, and I, I just accepted. I started truly accepting, like, what is my life going to look like alone? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I, because I went on so hundreds of dates, probably over 100 dates. And like, I went on a shit ton of fucking dates in New York and it, nothing went well. And then really when I had accepted, like, I don't want to keep looking for this anymore. Mm-hmm. That's... But it sounds cliche. And you know what, though? It's like I hear myself and it sounds like this toxic positivity of like it'll happen like the truth is is no one fucking knows we all just I don't know how it was it was timing what I do know is that if we had met each other 
even seven years ago, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have worked. We were just different people. Timing is everything. But in terms of advice, <laughs> I wish I knew. It's it's. But you know what, though? I just think that the right person, they're going to love you because you fall downstairs. <laughs> not in spite of the fact you fall downstairs. <laughs> You know, like they're going to love and appreciate your isms just like Sashir and me and Mateo do. Like that's the part, like it won't be like, oh my God, he like tolerates X, Y, and Z. He'll (laughs) love it. Yeah. I just got to find someone who loves that shit about me. I was at a restaurant the other day and this lady recognized me and she was like, I would date you. And I was like, (laughs) oh, thank you. And then she stayed there and I was like, Oh, Lord, am I supposed to make the choice now? Like, I don't, we don't, I don't know you, please. (laughs) It was very awkward, um, but it was, like, kind, if that makes sense. Do you find, that is sweet. I think that's sweet. And, like, do you think that a big part of it, because something I'm, like, fascinated about, and I know you have a lot of celebrities on this podcast, so you talk to other people like this, but... Every time we go out, you know, you get approached, Mm -hmm. you get people come up to you. Do you think that guys you talk to or date, do you think that they're nervous about becoming a joke or on your podcast or or like a part of your, like, is that something I wonder, even though with the right person, it won't fucking matter and Mm -hmm. they won't be intimidated. But have you run into that where they're like, I don't want to be on your podcast. I went on a date with one man who he said he didn't know who I was and then later was like, I don't want to end up on your podcast when he was really drunk. And I was like, oh, I thought you didn't know who I was. And he's like, I live with girls. They know who you are. And I was like, okay. Um, But I did end up talking about him on the podcast because he was so poorly behaved. Um, But I guess he was truly like the only one who was like, I don't want to end up on your podcast. I feel like the rest of them don't. Well, women know about me because I just think women uh, consume my content. Um, And I think people identify as male do not really consume my, my (laughs) content. So they don't really know who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless, well, except for the gay men. Gay men love you. The gay men, and I have had a gay man try to hook up with me, and boy, oh boy, was that a disaster. Why Why was that bad? Well, because we were kissing, and I was like, this person doesn't want to be kissing me. And then he started to go down on me, and he looked at me, and he said, I can't do this. No! <laughs> oh, that's like in Sex in the City when the gay couple try, wants to hook up with Samantha, and they want yes. Samantha to be the first woman uh-huh. and then they're like we can't do this oh and you're like all ready to go like in the I moment mean, i wasn't ready to go because there was suspicious things happening like the hotel had left me a vibrator because again there was women working who knew my content and they were like surely she'll want to get off and surely she didn't bring one of her own and i didn't um <laughs> and he was like we should put that in a condom and i was like put the vibrator in the condom and i was like Oh, because gay men will put it up their butts. Not all of them, but some of them. And and then you take it out of the condom to do other things with, but like you don't want to transfer butt stuff to other stuff. Right. And I was like, hmm, 
Mm, I have a different hole I'd like for this to go into. Um, a, a hole that I, I don't think we need a condom for. And also, it's my personal vibrator. Like, right. what? Right. Oh, that's yeah. weird. That, that, yeah, that does not sound desirable. No. And also, he was wearing gray contacts. So, like, that was, I was like, are you a time traveler from the year two, 2020? <laughs> like, 2020? No, 2002. That's what I was trying to say. I was like, 2020? No, that's not it. 2020? Yeah, that's a couple no, that's years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Are you traveling from before the pandemic? Oh, my God. Christy, do you remember that weekend before the pandemic was in full swing? We were in Arlington, Texas. <laughs> no touching at the meet and greet. Yes, you were just screaming, no touching. <laughs> And I stole a lot of sanitizer from the backstage area. I brought you these did. little Purells and I pumped the big ones into my little. And everyone was trying to touch you at the meet and greet. Everybody kept trying to touch me. And I was like, I don't know what is happening. I just know that they're like touching and talking is bad. And I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> One time I went through your Instagram to <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say this, but I did this. I looked through your Instagram photos you're tagged in, and I scrolled back because I wanted to see if I could find the pictures from Arlington. And there's a couple. I'll have to find them for you. There's a couple where you're just so uncomfortable. And you're just like clearly don't want to be touched and like half smiling. Christy, I did it. I was like, I was like, this is going to be bad. I think it's bad. I don't want it. Um, I don't think these people down here are going to take it seriously. And turns out <laughs> I was right. Oh. <laughs> I came back to New York that after that weekend and we went into lockdown in New York that week. Same. Same. Got back to L.A. and they're like, don't you dare leave your home. <laughs> if you go to the supermarket, you better be in a mask. And then I remember the first trip to the supermarket. I was like, this feels like the end of time. Did you? Dave and I would wear gloves at first, like just like hospital looking gloves. I didn't wear gloves because I was like, they said if you touch your face, like if you touch things and then touch your face, that's not good. So I would just like make a point to not touch my face till I got yeah. in the car and put like hand sanitizer on. Millheiser would like wipe down the groceries with like Windex that's and stuff. I and I was too. like, I'm sorry. If that's how you get it, I'm going to get it. I cannot <laughs> wipe down my Ritz crackers box. I'm so sorry. God bless. Won't do it. It was absolutely insane. And like, do you... I know you have it right now. People you've worked <laughs> with have had it. Like, uh -huh. I'm, I'm curious what this winter is going to bring. I honestly would wear a mask inside. Uh, I will. If you are trying to not get it. Yes. Um, you know, keep washing your dang hands. I will say the strain that I have right now is not as bad as the strain that I had in May. But, like... After I got it in May, for a full two, three weeks after, like a month after, I was like, like exhausted. Like little, I would go downstairs and be like, gotta take a break. <laughs> I walk my dog down the street and be like, oh, I wish there was a park bench here. Oh, I'm tired. Just napping all the time. And then after a while, I got back to normal, but I'm worried that 
same thing's going to happen with this one. Because yesterday I talked on the phone for an hour and I was like, I have to go. I have to take a nap. And then I napped for two hours. (laughs) From one hour long phone call, I was like, oh, I can't possibly sit up and watch television. I must go to sleep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Christy, I have a question. We've barely talked about dating. (laughs) What's the worst date you've been on? Oh, I went. It was... um a date that from a guy I met on Bumble. Okay. So you had to initiate. I had to initiate and he seemed really nice and he asked me if I this was a first date too. He asked me if I wanted to go and see that movie and it's with Amy Adams. Enchanted. No, Aliens. Oh. Arrival? Arrival. <laughs> he asked me if I wanted to go see Arrival and I was like I actually did want to see it so I was like yeah and he goes okay I'm going to get us tickets at this Union Square theater where you make a reservation because the seats recline they're mm-hmm. like really nice we get there we sit in our in our in our seats and this other couple comes and goes you're in our seat uh-huh. and I was like we are turns out he never got us tickets <laughs> And he, we kept seat hopping everywhere. We had to sit in the front row. And my How neck hurt. How did you hurt. get into the movie? I don't know. He handled that. I don't know. And then he fell asleep during the movie. He fell asleep in the front row watching Arrival. And then he woke up at the end and pretended like he didn't fall asleep. <laughs> and he was just like, what'd you think? It was good, right? And I was like, yeah. Like, and he's like, can I get you a cab? I was like, no, I'm going to walk for a bit. Bye. And then we never saw each other again. It was terrible. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. You're in our seat. You're in our seat. You're in our seat. We moved like, like three times. And it's like, he just, I was so humiliated. And it's like annoying because people get, it's like, why the fuck didn't you get us seats? It is very funny though, Christy, that he funny. snuck you into a movie. And then he, <laughs> Wait, did he ever say, I didn't get us tickets? Never. Not once. And he was like, well, let's just go sit here. Oh, yeah. Like, we can sit here. And it was in the front row. Nobody wants to sit in the front row. And it was so uncomfortable. And I just, I remember I I had, I think I had a Blackberry at the time. And I, I love it. Oh, no, I don't know if I, I must have had an iPhone because it was later. But uh, I remember I took like a picture of him asleep in the front row and like texted to my girlfriend like she was like how's it going i was like great brad's napping in the front row brad's napping brad's taking a little nappy but yeah it was pretty shitty but you know thankfully i've had no like real like shit behavior Mm -hmm. Other, other than that that was just like a dud but that's I that I think is 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 the worst. I've had a lot of just mediocre ones, I'd say. I went and saw The Martian, another space movie. I love The Martian. I love space movies. I love The Martian. I don't too much space. But we too <laughs> sat in the front row because oh. he waited forever to get tickets. And we just like watched it with our fucking necks craned. Oh. And I did not enjoy it. He oh. liked it. And then when he dropped me off, he was just like, all right, 
see you later. And I was like, you're not going to kiss me goodbye. And he was like, ugh, <laughs> that's the noise he made. Also, we had been dating on and off for about a year and a half at that time. And that was one of our first actual like dates. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, it's the way you laugh at it after you say it. <laughs> it's because I know it was bad. Yeah, I dated this guy on and off for like almost three years. And we went on like three actual dates. One of which <sighs> we went to dinner and I was like, why don't we do this more often? And then he like turned into a child and was like, I don't know. Duh. And then he <laughs> ran every red light on the way home. <laughs> what the hell? I think he was trying to kill me so I wouldn't ask him out again. <laughs> but I tried my hardest to make that man my boyfriend. And he was like, truly at every corner, he was like, bad. I'm bad. I'm really, really bad. Leave me alone. And I was like, never. <laughs> Real quick, we have to take another break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now, more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking, intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York, formulated with chili pepper. Lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. I think I just really love a poorly behaved man. Well, I watched this TED Talk, Christy, yeah. that said that we're all just looking for, we're, we're all looking to mimic the relationships we had with our parents. Oh, that shit weirds me out. Do you subscribe to that belief? 
well, my dad didn't always, like, we didn't ever really see eye to eye on stuff. And I always felt like I had to, like, prove myself to him. And I was always trying to get him to, like, like me. And I think I go after men who do not like me, who I have to prove myself to. <laughs> that is so interesting. Yeah, it's really awful and annoying. Oh, God, I don't want that to be true. But honestly, like, if I've learned anything in therapy, it's all because of our parents. Like, bottom line. Like, that is why we are the way we are. But, like, it's hard for me to articulate my relationship with my dad. But I think, I think in a lot, like, I know that I, yeah, I I like words of affirmation. That's Mm. my love language. And I did... I would want my dad to to say good job or you were I wanted to be the best in the play. Mm-hmm. I did want that from my dad and I still have like I have to work to not need validation in my relationship with Dave mm. for sure. So that is interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. I love reluctant uh compliments. They're like, "I guess you were good." <laughs> Because my dad eventually be like, yeah, 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 I guess you were good. <laughs> so when a man does that, I'm like, oh, my God, he said, I guess you were good. So I guess I better suck that dick. I know. I know. It's funny, too, because Dave, like, he's he's an excellent communicator, mm-hmm. but he he's not a lovey, romantic person. So he doesn't always initiate like I love you or this or that but I've come to really actually like that about him because when he does say or do something it like means so much more because I don't get that from him all the time but yeah but that's so fucking wild though when it comes to like we're just seeking you know what what we lacked maybe with our parents with our dad it's not even what you lacked it's what you got Uh, But then I feel like I have a lot of girlfriends and this is, I mean, I'm generalizing, which is bad, but like, no, it's great. Do it. Generalize. (laughs) Generalize, bitch. Here I go. But it's like, (laughs) it's like, I feel like it's common for some of my female friends who don't have good relationships with their father or barely have a relationship at all Mm -hmm. to feel really almost needy in their relationships because they're afraid, like, that Mm. he's going to leave. So I don't really know what that is, though. Maybe it is the same thing. It's what they got. They were needy with their dad, and they're needy in their relationships. Oh, shit. I guess you're right. But that need was never met with their dad. And it's not. Okay. I get it. Okay. It's this TED Talk that I watched. This man was like English, and he was like, listen, listen, cheerio, tip, tip, cheerio, we slide down chimneys. You get things from your parents, and you do it in your relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Christy, what room are you in? I'm in what we call the boardroom. So it's our office. (laughs) The boardroom. Also, do you want to see something embarrassing? Yes. You're going to judge me. First of all, it's the boardroom because Dave surfs. But then 
Who's that? It's a picture of Christy Cello next to the surfboard. It's embarrassing. It's from my first headlining thing, and I was like, I can't put that up in my apartment, but there it is in a frame. Yes, you can. I have a picture of myself up surrounded by vases and and fake flowers, and it looks like I've passed away. (laughs) I love when you put that on Instagram. Yeah, but that's like a painting. Isn't it a painting? No, it is a picture that I took for... Something. I don't remember what. It was like something collective. And then they (laughs) sent me the picture like I needed a picture of myself framed. And then John Milheiser was like, we better put that right up on the wall. And it went up in 2017 and it's never come down. And now it's flanked by faux flowers. (laughs) I don't know if I ever told, I might've told you this, how I think it was just last year. I went to this like party in a park in LA with Julia and John was there. And now I only know John because of you. (laughs) And I was, he's like a big deal. I was like a little starstruck when I saw him, but I Mm -hmm. went up to him and I was not cool. Like I really have met famous people in my life Uh and I know how to play it cool, I think. But with him, I was not cool. I said, hi, John. I was like, I'm Christy. And I was like, I'm Nicole's friend. And then, he, and then he was like, oh, hey. Like, he was nice, but I think I just came on too strong. And I've always felt insecure because I was like, oh, he would like me if he knew the real me. Because, <laughs> like, I want to be his friend, you know? That's really funny. <laughs> he would like me if he knew the real me. Like, I'm really cool and, like, chill. I mean, I'm actually not, though. So maybe that was a good first impression. I think you're cool and chill. You do? I don't know if I'm cool or chill. I think I'm like a good person. I don't think I'm chill. You think I'm chill? No, I guess not. <laughs> but like, I like being around you. I like being around you too. But I don't so know if I either feel... of us are that. You're you're more chill than I am. You're I don't sure. think so. Actually, I do. Because <laughs> when there was that active shooter situation in Oklahoma, <laughs> you started crying. And I was easy breezy. And you were literally like, Nicole, how are you so calm? And I said, the most callous thing I've ever said in my whole life is that, Christy, I sold out. There's at least 200 people they would have to get through to get back here to us. You weren't kidding. You said no. that in an effort to comfort me. You said that knowing to comfort me that they would have to kill all those <laughs> to get to us backstage. That This woman rushed backstage and said that there's a shooter. Yes. And they had to close the backstage. First of all. That's insane. We don't know this woman. She didn't work at the club. Nope. And it was wild that she got all the way back there. That's the worst part. What if she was really the person with the gun? It shouldn't be that easy for them to access you. You're right. And therefore me. <laughs> and therefore me. The road dog. That was scary, Nicole. I cried immediately. I didn't even like, <laughs> I immediately was tearing up. I was really scared. I was really scared. I know. I know. And I was like, I just don't see this for myself. This is not how I'm going out. This is not how Christy's going out. This is not how the host is going out. Um, but also weird that I was so calm. It was very, very strange. It, it was it was as though you've been in a situation like that before. And I surely haven't. 
that is bonkers, Nicole. That's actually a really good because you used to nanny and you're amazing with kids. I bet you that's just like I think that I don't know if it's a maternal instinct, but like you knew you knew to not under pressure. I think you do. I think you would do really well because you did. Maybe whenever that kid would fall, I'd be like, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> Downplay it. And then you'd be like, how I fell. Ouchie. I'd be like, does it hurt? I guess not. All right, then go play. <laughs> and be like, great, avoided another <laughs> fucking cry session. Because nobody likes when kids cry. No, it's like, look around you. The world is amazing. Like, <laughs> lighten up. I'm sorry, like, the beauty of this world is so tranquilizing you know it's like shut up what do you have to cry about yeah baby? shut up you fucking baby fucking kid get everything <laughs> handed to you you spoiled brat get over i mean it. children literally get everything handed to them because they're so small and they can't reach anything and they're so dumb like Idiots. they don't know anything nothing you have to teach them everything what's in their head absolutely nothing fucking Rocks. skittles and tic tacs skittles and tic tacs <laughs> Christy, what advice do you have for me in order to find somebody? So you said earlier you found someone after you gave up, threw the <laughs> towel in, settled down and said, what does my life look like without somebody? So I got to do that. I got to just give up hope. Okay. This is what... Also, I'm sad because I can tell this means we're wrapping up and I want this to last forever. <laughs> but my advice to you, I'm actually going to... Uh-huh going to give you some advice because I think that you've given me a lot of advice in this life, especially about career, knowing your worth, knowing Mm -hmm. that like when it comes to the audition room, right? Like you don't go into the audition like, please, dear God, I need this job. (laughs) I'm so poor. Like, please hire me. You go in there like you don't give a shit. And I think ultimately that attitude which you adopt in your life you have that attitude in so many ways mm-hmm. and so I think it's maybe just trying to like I don't know how to word it but like I think it'll happen when it's maybe not at like the forefront mm. of your when you're not thinking like I need this I need this because the truth is is like you don't. You just you want it really bad. You don't need it to survive. You're right. I've been surviving for 49 years single. <laughs> you are not 49. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I do. I know your birthday. Nobody knows. I know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows how Why old are you doing I am. that dance? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> why, Nobody is your, knows. <laughs> why is your mouth doing that? <laughs> Because, Christy, it's a mystery. Nobody knows how old I am. Is she 49? Is she 62? Is she 97? Is she 110? We don't know. (laughs) I know this whole podcast about relationship advice, but I don't love giving it. Because it's like, who the fuck am I? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Nobody knows. It's different for everyone. And, like, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. And then it's like there's... Who the fuck? No one knows what they're doing. That's my advice. Nobody knows. All right, Christy. That was no help, but... It's okay. But I love you. I love you. Would you date me? Yes. 
I would date you for a very long time. I would take you on dates. I would propose to you. Somewhere romantic, but also like not too flashy, flashy. I'd propose to you. You'd say yes. And then we'd have like a really nice wedding with family and friends. And spend our lives together. Tee hee hee and ha ha ha. What a dream that would be, Christy. I'd love to be your wife. Oh, and we're all we're all a little gay, so let's we can always keep that in the back of our minds. Things don't work out with Dave. You know, I would love that. I would love to marry you, Chrissy. And every night you go, it's okay. (laughs) We're all a little bit gay. You know, it's this is fine. I'm like, cool, Christy. Thank you for convincing yourself every night before we go to sleep that it's okay that we're a little gay. (laughs) That would be so fun. Well, that's it, Christy. Is there anything that you would like to promote? You're so sweet. Um, Come see me perform. I co-founded this educational organization called the Laughter Collective. And we, uh, we teach classes and workshops and we amplify women and diversity in comedy. So check us out. We have a show at The Stand in March, uh, March 8th for International Women's Day. And yeah, just follow me on the internet at Christy Cello. Christy has cut up clips and stuff of her stand-up, and I think it's really funny, and I think you'll enjoy it if you follow Christy. Okay, so if you like this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me? You can like it, you can rate it, you can subscribe. (coughs) (coughs) You can... If you write me something nasty like that cough, you can um, send it to why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com and I'll read it. And you have to hit on me in a nasty way. Do not send dick pics. Mars doesn't want them. Okay. Dearest Nicole, I've been fantasizing about this for a while and finally poured myself a glass of wine to write to you. I want to thrust my thick cock into each. <laughs> Into each of your roles until I come in at least seven of them. With with your permission, I'll lock you inside the cage for three weeks <laughs> until your sweat mixed with my cum has dried. <laughs> so we can scrape it onto a plate and oh. snort with a long penis straw. The type at bachelorette parties. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) The high to follow will be so euphoric and unworldly that we'll come without even touching each other. The post-nut clarity will hit immediately. We will awkwardly look into each other's eyes and regret (laughs) everything that just happened. Turn around and run away from each other. Hey, at least we tried. That was wild. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? 
where working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.